The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Illuminating Feng Shui with Kathleen Zamansky. Are you seeking effective ways to increase efficiency, productivity, and accountability while boosting your bottom line? In our program, Kathleen and her guests will impart wisdom and proven techniques to help you tap into the universal energies of feng shui and Chinese metaphysics. Now, here is your host, Kathleen Zamansky. Welcome, I'm Kathleen Zamansky, and this is Illuminating Feng Shui. Today I'm talking with Dawn Lyons about believe more in yourself. You're going to also hear my weekly Feng Shui tip later in the program, and today I'm going to focus on the stress of holidays and how classical Feng Shui can help you with that. First, I'd like to tell you a little bit about my guest today. Her name is Dawn Lyons, and as a relationship marketing expert, she's the co-founder of Ascentive. It's an international consulting and training company in 22 different countries. She is also a keynote speaker and a best-selling author on the subject of behavioral styles and how they affect your referability. Dawn has been hired to speak to audiences of over 500-plus people around the world, and when she's not working, she travels, gardens, entertains, and enjoys the bounties of wine in Sonoma County. She also sponsors three white Bengal tigers at the Wisconsin Big Cat Rescue. Now, these cats are lions, tigers, and leopards, and have been neglected, abused, or abandoned, and now have a place to live out the rest of their lives. So, Dawn, thank you for coming to the show, and welcome on the air. Yeah, thanks for having me. So what I'd like to do with all of my guests is to just, you know, have us get a feel and sense about what do you know about feng shui, astrology, or auspicious timing? What experience have you had? Well, pretty much the only experience I've had has actually been with you, which has been fabulous. Um, And I think that so many people in business just don't realize that it's another business tool that they have available to them. I mean, I remember when you, uh, when we were moving into a new training facility and I asked you to come in and check out the different locations, you know, just to see what was happening. And so I think it's a powerful tool that many of us aren't using. Right. Well, in that, you know, for our listeners, you know, it's just not about choosing a beautiful space. And that's really a misconception that when people walk in and say, oh, it's so beautiful and that's feng shui, that's not actually true. You have to figure out what the purpose of the space is. And in your particular case, we took your birth information and then we looked at was that space in harmony with what you were trying to bring about, which was building an international business as well as, you know, what challenges that you may, you know, come across. And so of the selections, you know, because I'm still following, you know, you, the client, are these are my choices, these are my budgets, and then we would go uh, with, you know, the best choice for your business. So thank you for letting us uh, into that that piece of your world. I appreciate that. So, all right, well, let's start, let's start talking about the concept of, believe more in yourself and you work with a lot of entrepreneurs as we heard in your intro 
all around the world. So what does making working with entrepreneurs so special for you? Uh, that's a great question. Um, you know, I believe that growing up, my parents were both uh, very hardworking employees. They worked for uh, many companies. My mom uh, was kind of a bookkeeper type person, and my dad worked for GM. And the thing that I really remember very vividly about growing up was, you know, my mom lost her job several times. My dad would get laid off from General Motors, you know, at, at a whim, and they just didn't necessarily have choices. And for entrepreneurs, I think we're kind of a special breed, you know. Um, We're driven, we're passionate, um, we're typically really excited about how we're able to help our clients and customers. And the big thing with entrepreneurs is they've got a lot of choices. And sometimes we don't make the best choices, but when we do, there's that ability to direct our own destiny. And I think that that is important for me because of how I saw my parents, uh, even though they worked really hard, and they still just didn't have that choice in many cases. Yeah, and you know, my my upbringing was a, a bit similar to yours. I'm from the Midwest as well, and my father had a factory job, and mm-hmm. so his job always fluctuated. And, you know, there were times where, you know, from a big family as well. And so, you know, my mom would, would work um, a lot of the times as well, up until like my my last sibling, you know, went into first grade, you know, she was on and off, but, you know, just kind of, you know, holding it all together. But I just remember, mm-hmm. although they didn't really try to let us know, you know, the stress that they were going through, but, you know, they were, it was, and, and you're right. It was like, you know what? My dad would be home and it was like, why is dad home? You know, it's got, well, he got laid off, you know, and it, and it was. It was like when work would pick up, he would go back and work. It, what I would even go back to is I remember, you know, just these comments, working like a dog. I'm just working like a dog. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah. And, and mm-hmm. in some respects, it kind of was uh, for him because it was, it, but you know what? Um, I, I didn't really, you know, feel like I, I, I lacked anything. I didn't really know the difference of, because I didn't know any entrepreneurs back then. So, right. Yeah, you know, that wasn't that wasn't a concept when I was growing up in the 50s and early 60s for sure. So, what is your overall opinion on how entrepreneurs live though? Well, I think that nowadays there's there's two types of entrepreneurs. There's someone who lives in what I call the wishing world and someone who lives in the believing world. And basically what I mean by that is in the wishing world, it sounds like this. It sounds like, yeah, I wish I could have more clients. I wish my clients were higher quality. I wish more people would walk through the door. And, you know, that's, it's a way that many, many, many entrepreneurs live today, but what if they lived in a believing world where they would sound like, I know I will, you know, I will gain higher quality clients. I, I will have all the clients I desire this year. And the belief in that conviction, I think, is incredibly attractive when people have that strength and that knowledge and that that knowingness that, wow, I can have these things. And I think that when entrepreneurs are, are living in the wishing world, they just kind of do whatever comes by their way. And for me, that's really, it's hard to watch. Do you know what I mean by that? 
I, I absolutely, Don, because I have a very similar uh, conversations with my my entrepreneurial clients as well. Very, very similar. It's very interesting that, that this, this same type of dialogue is coming up as well because when people turn to me, Sometimes, not all, not all my clients, luckily, <laughs> but I, I do get some wishers there. I, I absolutely get some wishers and I have to be very clear with them that, you know, classical function, any, you know, any type of modal- modality that you're working with, whether it be, you know, the energetics of universal principles like what I do, as well as sound business practices of what you do, you have to, you have to put some action behind it. And when yeah. people are just in that, as you put it, the wishing world, I call it the hope, um, and sometimes it's lost hope because that that without without any action, that's they're letting themselves in for huge downfall and disappointment, and more of the same is aspirated. So I I think that you know we we kind of deal with that same type, and I know you, you know, work very well with people that are you know transforming their belief system, and I and actually I don't really work with that mindset as well. You know, you know I really have to like be very clear on the the capabilities and capacity of what feng shui can do, but I don't think that I'm really the the mindset coach behind it though. So, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so what are what are entrepreneurs' biggest challenges? Well, it's funny. I feel like in many cases they do what I would consider kind of surface level challenges, like oh, I'm not getting enough clients. I need to raise my rates. You know, they're dealing with kind of those types of things. But what I see are what I consider kind of life patterns, and life patterns really start from when we're a whole lot younger, and these life patterns or these beliefs you know, are things that can actually self-sabotage our businesses. So I think that their biggest challenge is they don't know what they don't know. And what I mean by that is they're just, they may not even be aware that they have this life pattern. Yeah, that's true. So give us an example of a pattern. I actually just mentioned one earlier when I was speaking about my dad, if people picked up on it. But what are some of the things that, that people pull through? To like well, from from childhood to now. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a, an example. I have a client who a coaching client who literally I asked her to finish this sentence, you know, and I said, "Rich people are." And no, she had to answer. Yeah, I, yeah. So, you know, a lot of people. You know, like some of the common um, that I've heard are, you know, they're greedy, they're miserly, they're, you know, yeah, you know, they're entitled, you know, never a positive behind it. So what did your entrepreneurial client say? Uh, Well, she actually said rich people are clever. And so initially my reaction was, wow, that's a, that's a pretty good realization. It's a pretty good belief about, you know, rich people. And then it was kind of asking the, the second layer question. And I said, so, you know, I've got to ask, how clever would you say you are? And she goes, oh, I'm not clever. <laughs> and then my, my heart kind of just sank because I'm like, okay, so hang on a second. So if rich people are clever, but you don't feel that you're clever at all, then will you ever, you know, obtain that success that you're looking for? And funny enough, just like I'm sure many of your listeners, there's people that will stay stagnant at a certain income level, and they don't know how to move through that. Now, if she thinks that rich people, in order to be rich, you have to be clever, and she's not clever, then will she ever push through that ceiling? 
Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, you know, that, you know, that in and itself, you know, when people can, can realize that, you know, these, these ceilings that we impose upon ourselves, because that's what I think I'm hearing from you, right, Don, that mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like this particular person had a certain income and she could never get past that, you know, and I've heard, you know, many times, you know, like you get, you may even get a little bit more, but all of a sudden a big bill shows up and then it puts you right back, <laughs> right back to that, you know, square where you're, <laughs> you're encased in. So that yes. is, that's one of the things that you help people work through, correct, of, of how do they get through to that, that seed that was planted so many years ago that people don't even realize, I guess, right? Yeah, and I think that's the biggest key is I really tend to listen to a lot of people's uh, verbiage. You know, what are they saying about themselves? What are they saying about their business? What are they saying about how they run their business? And it's it's amazing when we really start to pay attention, you can really pick up on people's uh, patterns of the words that they use. Mm-hmm. I have way too many clients that talk to me about overwhelm. Oh, my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed. Oh, my gosh, this is so overwhelming. And for me, I call it the big bad O word <laughs> because <laughs> um, I, I don't want people to be in overwhelm. When you're in a state of overwhelm, your brain can't function. There's too much chaos going on. And, and you, you know this for what you do for people as well with feng shui is to be able to to calm that chaoticness down so that they can see clearly, have a, have a creative path, have a direct path where they know what their next steps are. And I just, I don't know, I really feel like that's a, a powerful piece with just even watching your words. And if overwhelm is in your language currently, that's one of the things I do with my coaching clients is, nope, you can't say that anymore. So right. we're going to figure out what, what's going on, and we're going to prioritize, but that word can actually just stop someone completely in their business. Yeah, absolutely can. Absolutely. I actually have a client that I I had this particular obstacle with her, and I said, I really want you to just pick up a little notebook, just, you know, that you can slip into your handbag. And every time, because she wasn't even catching herself, that was the ironic thing, like when you were saying overwhelmed, or I, I can't, or uh, all of the, you know, that that kind of negative self-talk. And she was a very successful woman, but yet there were, there were these stops along the way. And I just said, write that word down, and then write immediately a reverse statement so that you can start, like, hearing yourself because you she wasn't and that was the sad thing so we're gonna we're gonna just take a real quick break right now i'd like to take a moment to thank my sponsor saddler inc insurance i personally have all my insurance with saddler my auto my home health workman's comp and business insurance to cover my personal and professional life the staff at saddler is dedicated to give you the best coverage at the best price and you know what it's not a matter of if you're going to need insurance, it's when. For real customer service, check out my sponsor at www.saddlerinc.com for all your insurance needs nationwide. Stay tuned for more on Illuminating Feng Shui. And when we come back, I'll continue the conversation with Don Lyons talking about believe more in yourself. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. 
Do you second-guess your business decisions? Whether you struggle or succeed in business depends on you. What if you had access to foretell when certain days and times were vibrant to help you excel in your personal and professional endeavors? You were born with a business DNA. With a Five Elements Business Astrology reading, timing is everything, and the time is now. Why wing it when you were born with a unique birth map? For your free business astrology chart, visit freebusinessastrology.com. That's freebusinessastrology.com. Highly successful people know that timing is everything. Kathleen Zamansky's Time Blazer Business Management System taps the ancient wisdom of auspicious timing for your business success. The Time Blazer decodes ancient Chinese wisdom into standard business concepts to help you make crucial decisions at the correct time, whether it's about business, career, education, travel, or even the best time to walk away from a partnership. Find out more at 5elementsgroup.com. That's number 5elementsgroup.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Illuminating Feng Shui. To reach Kathleen or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Kathleen at 5elementsgroup.com. Now, back to Illuminating Feng Shui. Welcome back. This is your host, Kathleen Zamansky, and we're joined today by Don Lyons, and we're talking about Believe More in Yourself. So, Don, we were talking about, you know, these mindsets that people have, um, you know, when we were in our last segment, but what I'd like to talk to you about, too, is that, you know, you know these, these struggles that entrepreneurs have, you know, where does that come from? Yeah, you know, I truly believe that it is a childhood thing. I believe that so many of our core beliefs about our environment, how people live, how we see others, really is shaped between the years of three years old to eight years old. And so having your listeners understand what environment they were in at that time uh, life patterns will start from way back when. And today, most entrepreneurs are like, hey, how do I fix today? How do I work today? How do I work a little bit today for tomorrow? You know, and we're so much focused in the present and going forward that we forget to look back to see what those life patterns are that could be stopping us. Right. So now you're saying that these childhood beliefs, they, they follow us into business. So how are they showing up? You know, like give us an example of maybe a belief that happened at age three that I possibly am doing in my business right now. <laughs> um, I might be. Okay. Yeah, maybe, maybe not specifically for, for yours, but one, one that I really love to share with people is uh, had a gal who's an attorney, you know, and very strong, powerful woman, and she called her business a practice. Now, I get it. A lot of attorneys call their business a practice, but it was the way that she was saying it. Uh, she was actually here for a exclusive weekend retreat that I do actually out of my home in Northern California, and she just kept saying, my practice, my practice, my practice. And I said, well, isn't it a business? And she goes, oh, no, it's a practice. And I said, wow, you were, you're pretty, pretty adamant about that. And she said, yeah, you know, I, I don't want a business. I just want a practice. And I said, well, you're here this weekend to kind of explore 
you know, some things that could be stopping you from growing your business, would you mind if we explore that? And in the exploration, we find that her grandfather lost his business because of a big business. Hmm. And so as a little girl, she sees the struggles going on with the family and big business is bad. Interesting. And so for her, how I, how I believe it kind of followed her was she never wanted to have, you know, an incredibly successful business. She just wanted to have this little practice and for me, what it really meant was that, that no one could take away from her. But if she had a business, somebody could take that away from her because of what she saw with her grandfather. Got it. Got it. And so literally through this discovery, you know, I help her see, okay, now as an adult, now we know that there's more choices, correct? And she said yes. And I said, all right, so is it possible for someone to take your business away today? And she goes, well, no, it's my business. I, I own it. And I said, wow, you just called it your business. Hmm. And it was just one of those realizations where she's like, oh, my gosh, I did. And we did some affirmation work and um, just some kind of clearing of the subconscious, if you will. And literally day one of the program, she, she was about to walk out the door and she turned around and I will never forget her face. And she looked at me and she goes, Dawn, she goes, thank you. I have a business. Aww. And it was Aww. so declarative. It was so amazing. But I think that that was just something that she would have never have thought of unless I would have heard her tonality and the word practice and how she used it and, and all of that, that she was just so absolutely unaware that that was one of the things that was, you know, could, could be stopping her. And I will say this. Um, within just a couple months, she did more revenue in a month than she did, you know, in several months combined the previous year. So that kind of stuff is what I believe is happening with folks, and they don't even know it. All right. Well, why do you think entrepreneurs do struggle with that type of thing where, you know, I, you know, they, they don't you know, maybe even once they've, they've seen, you know, that, that piece that you were bringing out to them that, you know, why do you keep calling it a practice? You know, like, you know, I even hear, you know, I hear this sometimes, it's a discipline. It's like, Ooh, that doesn't even sound fun, but you know, like what (laughs) really it's like, you know, it's like, I have this discipline of, you know, meditation and I believe me, I have my own spiritual practice, but I, I don't think I've ever called it a discipline because it just sounded so punitive. But why do you think entrepreneurs really struggle with, you know, like letting go of, you know, some of these challenges and beliefs so that they can set themselves free and, and thrive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe that too many times they're working so hard on trying to run the business, uh, get the clients, do the work, that they don't take enough time to work on themselves. Uh, mm-hmm. I've been doing personal development type things since I was 19. Now, I still need it. <laughs> I don't think that we ever kind of grow out of developing personally. Um, but I've spent hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars just working on me. And one of my mentors uh, growing up was, you know, just always powerfully saying, work more on yourself than you do on others. Because really the only control we have is around ourselves. And so I think that so many entrepreneurs get caught up in the day-to-day 
working, doing, running the business that they forget, hey, if I really want to expand, I have to expand. I have to grow. I have to believe more in myself, believe more in my ability to run my business, believe more in the fact that I am an amazing expert at what I do. And then how do I grow that to be able to have more business coming to me versus having to go out and constantly find it all the time? So do you have a tip for somebody that, you know, is, isn't that, that what you just described? that they're they're so overwhelmed with, you know, trying to get the clients, trying to bring in uh, some business, trying to, you know, you know, get another, you know, three hours in every day because they they have to have to have to. I mean, they're 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 the proverbial, you know, gerbil in the wheel that they just there's this nonstopness to what's happening in their business life. Uh, you know, the, the funny thing about you know becoming an entrepreneur, you think that you you have more free time, you have way less free time, um, <laughs> unless you you know. I mean that that's certainly in my particular case. I mean I love what I do, I love all the aspects of what I do, but you know quite frankly, you know when I became a business owner, I didn't realize that I would be working less than forty hours a week. Or, or you know more than forty hours a week than than at least forty or less. So you know what do you what do you say to someone who but feels they're 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 just running like you know ten steps backwards. Mm-hmm. Um, the very first thing I say is stop. <laughs> right, because because if we can't get them to just stop for a moment and really start to observe and become aware of where they are. What are the things that are what I would call victories and what are the things that are are holding you back? What are the things that are, you know, necessary and needed that you can't get to just yet? And then, you know, just really getting them to stop and take a look at their current reality versus what their vision is. And vision for me is a very, very powerful thing. I love working with people on their visions because once you've got a clear vision, and it's got to be that vision that, like, gives you goosebumps, you know. It's got to be something that really creates that energy behind it. And I believe that if people's visions aren't big enough, they're not moving forward, which can be another reason as to why, you know, why they're stuck. So... I don't know. It's just it's just a very powerful thing for people to consistently work on their vision and where they're going. Right, and and I have uh, two questions. One, and just in in just real simple terms, because everyone has a different definition of what vision means. What does it mean to Don Lyons? Uh, to me, it is basically just a point in the future where you have a very clear picture of who you are, how you operate, uh, what you value, how you live, uh, what your business is doing, and it's it's creating that picture. We I have something called a 360-degree vision. I think that too many times people, especially entrepreneurs, will write a business vision, and they totally forget about their personal life. Right. Right. So the business is going fantastic, right? They're focused on the vision, they're driving towards it, things are going great, 
And then they're like, oh, my personal life stinks, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or it could be they forget about their spirituality, right? And mm-hmm. uh, I just find it crazy. So I really want people to have a 360-degree vision of how they want to be as a full person. You know, how do you operate as a wife, as a mom, you know, as a son, as a daughter, whatever that is, and really take a look at the, at the whole life. So that's, that's what it means to me. So I know you have some some big desires that could be visions as well. But what what are just give us a couple of things that that you are visioning right now? Uh, well, one of my business visions is to have over five hundred consulting training centers around the world for Ascentis, which and- I. Like just 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 talking about it, I'm like, oh, there's got to be one in you know, or a couple in Lisbon, and Paris, and in Greece, and in Turkey, and like just being able to help all these people around the world have more knowledge about how to run their business, how to do it easily, and really focusing in on those entrepreneurs that we know that we can help so easily. Great. And then I would say a personal uh, personal vision thing is um, is. So as heard, I sponsor three white Bengal tigers in Wisconsin. Now, that's a very long way from California, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. and I do like to go see them often. And so one of my other visions is to have a big cat rescue here in Northern California, where we have at least 100 big cats. Uh, I also want a restaurant on property that's going to be called the Lion's Den. Oh, wonderful. Uh, isn't that cool? And um, my big thing is it will be, when you walk into the restaurant, there will be a large bar area. And in back of the bar, you know how they normally have all the wine and the, the alcohol and all that for the cocktails and everything? Well, in back of the bar will be an enclosure that you can see right into. So you'll be able to sit at the bar, have a wonderful glass of Sonoma County wine, and literally see the lions or tigers like right through the, to their enclosure. Wow, that's am- I've never heard this, Don. This is amazing, amazing. Yeah. Well, you've touched like literally thousands and thousands of of beams of light of listeners that are hearing that. That's affirming what that that is absolutely going to happen. And I, when you when you talk about it, I see it. I totally see it. I, I know that it's going to come about. That's so amazing. I'm going to share a story after we come back from a break um, about uh, the big cats with you, if I, if I can. But we're going to take a short break right now, and we're going to be talking more with Dawn Lyons and believe more in, your, in yourself. We'll be back after a word from our sponsors. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Highly successful people know that timing is everything. Kathleen Zamansky's Time Blazer Business Management System taps the ancient wisdom of auspicious timing for your business success. The Time Blazer decodes ancient Chinese wisdom into standard business concepts to help you make crucial decisions at the correct time, whether it's about business, career, education, travel, or even the best time to walk away from a partnership. Find out more at 5elementsgroup.com. That's number 5elementsgroup.com. 
Do you second-guess your business decisions? Whether you struggle or succeed in business depends on you. What if you had access to foretell when certain days and times were vibrant to help you excel in your personal and professional endeavors? You were born with a business DNA. With a Five Elements Business Astrology Reading, timing is everything, and the time is now. Why wing it when you were born with a unique birth map? For your free business astrology chart, visit freebusinessastrology.com. That's freebusinessastrology.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Illuminating Feng Shui. To reach Kathleen or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Kathleen at 5elementsgroup.com. Now, back to Illuminating Feng Shui. Welcome back. This is Kathleen Zemanski, and if you're just tuning in, I'm talking I'm talking with Don Lyons, and we're speaking about Believe More in Yourself. Now, the last segment, you were telling us about this beautiful vision of opening up 500 new centers around the world with incentives so, uh, to help people with their businesses and their marketing and things like that. And then you talked also about your vision of the Big Cat Rescue closer to your home in Sonoma County, California. And you were talking, you were very descriptive about it, which was incredible because I could see every aspect of that and enjoying my glass of wine just like when you were talking about it. I want to <laughs> share with our, our listeners, I had the great experience one time to be up at your house, Dawn, and it was a, a social event where there was some sort of rescue that was in Sonoma County at the time. I believe it was in Son- Sonoma County where you had access to bringing some of the big cats that were available to to this particular um, shelter or whatever that was. I'm not even sure what it was. What, what was that shelter, by the way? So we can kind of uh, give them. It's called uh, Wildcats. They are still here in Sonoma, and they're an uh, educational organization. Oh, where they okay. have. Yeah, they have the cats, especially ones very local to this area and others, um, but where they show show them and uh, allow people to get educated about the plight of all the different cats. Oh my gosh! And you you had you had I think a um, a, a panther. And gosh, I can't even remember these animals, but they were powerful because you know I've seen them in zoos in cages. Um, in the movies, uh, but, you know, never, un- I mean, there were, were, were leashes, you know, that the, the trainers would bring mm-hmm. in or the handlers or whatever you'd call them. And boy, was that a powerful experience to be in the same space as the, the, I don't know, this just wildness came through my body of just the power of these majestic, majestic animals. That was such an experience. And so thank mm-hmm. you for that. I still remember it to this day, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. absolutely. Yeah, it was it was very cool. Anyway, so I want to go back a little bit to these childhood beliefs about, you know, how it's kind of, you know, holding us back a little bit. So, you know, what how how can we become aware of it? I know you said, you know, just stop, but what, you know, what are some of the things that um are sort of the triggers that we are holding ourselves back by our own self-talk or actions? 
Yeah, I think that one of the, well, I'll, I'll share a bit of a story. One of the things that I started doing, this is probably 10, 15 years by now, uh, is each year for my birthday, I would take myself out to lunch. And it might be a couple of days before, a couple of days after my birthday, but I would get, you know, a nice little glass of champagne. I would make it kind of a special place and I would take a journal and I just, uh, my, each year my birthday is like a turning point for me, right? Because I get to choose, remember those choices coming up again, um, mm-hmm. I get to choose what I want this next year to look like. And so what I would do is as I was having a, a wonderful meal, I would basically make two columns in my, in my journal. And I would write down one column of what didn't I like about last year? What are the things I was frustrated with? What are the things I didn't enjoy? It might have even come down to who didn't I enjoy being around? Um, <laughs> because people play a very important role in the environment that we're in. Uh, and I would just create this list. And some years it was really long and other years it wasn't. It was just, you know, dependent upon how great that year was. And then I would look at all of those things and some of them would kind of be combined in a certain area. Maybe it was finances. Maybe it was quality of relationships. And what I would do is just in the next column, I would write an affirmation, which is basically helping to rewire your subconscious brain. And I would write an affirmation to combat making sure that I didn't allow that pattern to follow me into the next year. Love it. Does that make sense? Yeah, I love it. Love it. Yeah. So do you have, do you have, go ahead, go ahead, finish. uh, So it's just kind of a a ritual that I kind of do each and every year around my birthday. Now, that definitely worked. So for your listeners out there, if they took one step from this call, and I know you're very much an implementation kind of person just like me, Mm -hmm. if they took one step from just listening today, if they just started doing that, they will begin to see some changes. And the reason for that is is you're making a conscious choice and you're working on the subconscious that you do not want to have these things follow you into the next year. Okay. So that was kind of like step one. And then um, this was probably maybe five or six years ago, and I was sitting there going, you know what? I can't believe I'm doing it like this. And what I realized was I really did need to go back to the childhood. Mm. And it, for, again, I'm somebody who works on personal growth and development, and you know, I do all this stuff. I help people with this stuff. But the realization of, wow, I'm just fixing the previous year. I'm not fixing the root cause. Interesting. And so what I did was I got a bigger journal (laughs) and (laughs) I wrote down like what were things that I didn't like growing up. You know, I was alone by myself a lot. Um, My parents got divorced when I was going into my freshman year in school. You know, so I was alone all the time. Um, You know, maybe I... I wasn't happy with the, I definitely wasn't happy with the quality of my relationships. I wasn't really happy with who I was. You know, I was someone that um, didn't treat people, you know, properly all the time, and and I got in trouble for that, and, and I deserved it. And um, I also don't like getting in trouble. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there are all these things that I just kind of started to think about, and I tried to go back as far as I could and then really work on some of those childhood beliefs and then write the affirmations to help combat those um, negative beliefs. 
So Very that nice. was a huge selling like point for me. Yeah, that that that's so. Are there any other things that you would say to do to help overcome these things that are holding us back, or would you say that would be the key thing that you would want us to do today? Um, well, I think that there's a lot of options out there, and obviously people can explore all those different options. Uh, the one thing that I feel is just easy and powerful are affirmations. And for me, again, I've done a lot of the personal development type of work, and the affirmations are the thing that just has stuck with me. I, I work with 99.9% of my clients uh, with affirmations, and it's it is a breakthrough for them because, again, it, it really goes to the difference between the conscious and subconscious, and I don't get very technical at all. My fancy way of kind of describing affirmations is that if you think of your subconscious brain and it has all these pathways, right? Well, mm-hmm. growing up, I was told, you're stupid, you're an idiot, and you're dumb all the time. So that pathway in my subconscious brain became a really deep, really solid, I would call it a rut. And so I've got this big rut you know, going in my brain, this, this pathway, and it's so deep and so strong that when you think about it, if your car gets stuck in a rut, it's really hard to get out, right? Yeah. So right. What, you, what you do with the affirmations is the affirmation is a brand new pathway, now, that pathway is so light and so uh, easily broken that you have to reinforce it daily. And so as you start to reinforce the affirmation, what you really want in your life, so mine was instead of you're dumb, you're stupid, you're an idiot, my affirmation to overcome that was you're a smart, savvy businesswoman. And so as I started to create, you're a smart, savvy businesswoman, you're a smart, savvy businesswoman, now all of a sudden, because my focus is on the new pathway, I can make that as strong and as deep and as powerful. And when there's no focus on the other rut, it begins to dissipate. Now, I don't, I don't think that I could have nine different businesses if I still thought I was dumb, stupid, and an idiot. <laughs> no, no, and I, believe me, and I, you know, I, listeners, I do know Don personally, and you are a powerhouse of a businesswoman and a woman, not just a businesswoman. I, you know, I know you have a solid marriage. I know you have solid friendships and, you know, the the you know, the volunteer work that, I mean, all of them are very solid. So, you know, it, it really, you, you definitely did break through that rut and, and, you know, tilled that, that, that field and made it what you wanted it to grow up to be. So that's very impressive that you were able to do that. And just out of curiosity, Don, you know, I mean, I look at my own family patterns of, you know, it wasn't those words, but there were other words that were equally as hurtful and and debilitating. So did your parents, I mean, you knew your grandparents, so do you think that your parents grew up with that same sort of thing and they just thought, well, that's good parenting or something? I mean, I don't know. I try to figure it out as well. And in my particular case, it was. Um, my parents, grand, or my grandparents, I should say, you know, came from, you know, Eastern Europe and, you know, they came to do a quote unquote hard life and it that transferred over to my dad and my mom. So it, it was that the same in your case as well? Um, you know, I think for me the the thing with you're dumb and you're stupid and all that, it's like I I was such a hyper kid. Oh my gosh. I was just so hyper 
and I don't think we knew what ADD was back then. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just like I would say stuff, and they were they were really kind of silly, uh, you know. And so it was it was the type of reaction that was like, oh, Don, that's so stupid. Oh, Don, that's crazy. That's so dumb. And it wasn't anything that was meant to be hurtful or mean or demeaning at all. It was, in most cases, really the, the truth, because it was just silly stuff, right? Right. But what that transfers into is a very low self-confidence, a very low self-esteem. And, you know, I thankfully, um, I was able to, what I would call, put on some armor to protect me. Um, so that I, I did come across strong and convicted and determined. But, boy, when I would run up against something as a kid, I, w- I would, you know, I, I would just fall back so quickly because I knew that the armor wouldn't last. Right. Sure. And so mm-hmm. I think for me it was, I don't, I don't really remember my grandparents saying anything or my parents talking about that. Um but again, my parents, you know, their their job was to do their work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, and I think in, in today's world, the availability for personal development and personal growth is, you know, right there at our fingertips. It's just a matter of are we willing to step out and, and start to do it. Exactly. Well, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we'll have my weekly tip and just a few more words from Don Lyons. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you second guess your business decisions? Whether you struggle or succeed in business depends on you. What if you had access to foretell when certain days and times were vibrant to help you excel in your personal and professional endeavors? You were born with a business DNA. With a five elements business astrology reading, timing is everything and the time is now. Why wing it when you were born with a unique birth map? For your free business astrology chart, visit freebusinessastrology.com. That's freebusinessastrology.com. Highly successful people know that timing is everything. Kathleen Zamansky's Time Blazer Business Management System taps the ancient wisdom of auspicious timing for your business success. The Time Blazer decodes ancient Chinese wisdom into standard business concepts to help you make crucial decisions at the correct time, whether it's about business, career, education, travel, or even the best time to walk away from a partnership. Find out more at 5elementsgroup.com. That's number 5elementsgroup.com. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network this is illuminating feng shui to reach kathleen or her guest today please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790 That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Kathleen at 5elementsgroup.com. Now, back to Illuminating Feng Shui. 
And we're back. This is your host, Kathleen Zemanski. Don, the time flew by so fast today. Do you have any last thoughts that you can help us with today? And if our listeners want to get a hold of you, how do they do that? Yeah, in order to get a hold of me, it's just Dawn, D-W-N, at Ascentive, A-S-E-N-T-I-V, dot com. And I guess my big thing is that I do private retreats in my home in Northern California. I'm doing four next year. They're only available for eight people total each time. Um, But I think that the, and just like you do, Kathleen, in in your business, the productivity of that two-day weekend is so absolutely palpable that um, I get a chance to help people transform and, and learn where they want to go for the future. Awesome. Thank you, Don. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Now it's time for my weekly feng shui astrology and auspicious timing tip. And today I'm going to talk about how classical feng shui can help you prepare for the holidays. So really, actually, that first step is stillness. Now, from what I see in the business world, stillness is actually not a concept that many business entrepreneurs incorporate into their daily lives. So really what I'd like to talk about is like the seasons and some other tips that I can give you to help uh, really tap into the flow of the season. So we're in the winter season and according to Chinese metaphysics we're in what's called the yin season and the approach to that means slowing down to the rhythms to conform with the season of winter so if you look outside in nature it doesn't matter where you live especially if you're in the northern hemisphere there's going to be some change from the summer season to now now I live in northern California so you know we don't exactly have the strong four seasons like where I grew up in the midwest where we had real strong hard winters and and you know it's very different from what we have right now but you know the difference is the, the, the foods are a little bit, you know, heavier, the temperatures are a little bit cooler, you know, leaves are falling off the trees, you really see a difference between seasons. So that means we just need to slow down a bit. So instead, what are we doing? We're approaching the cusp of the holidays. And, you know, for many, it's that holiday rush, cramming in several activities, most of, most of which are very yang, you know, shopping, entertaining, attending extra events. And, you know, let's also, you know, know in some areas it's actually quite cold. And then women, and, and especially women, I would say, walk around in, in, you know, more skimpy holiday gowns and things like that. And, you know, because they want to be pretty and festive. And I'm guilty. I want to do the same thing. But, you know, you kind of think about it. No wonder people get run down and sick. So it's very difficult to tell a busy person that they need to change and slow down. So here's how classical feng shui can help. And there's three branches that I approach it with personal, which is astrology, space, which is feng shui, and auspicious timing, which is the time blazer business management system. But today I'm going to focus on the astrology chart. So if you want to follow along, go to www.freebusinessastrology.com and grab your astrology chart, enter your birth information. And what we're going to be looking at at the bottom of the chart, your personal feng shui power direction. So what we're going to, there's four positive and four challenging ones. So basically what you want to do is look at uh, these three, either focus, 
your health direction or relationship. Now, what it's going to help you do is when you face these directions, it's going to help you uh, with more inspiration, creativity, building relationships, and you're going to have actually better health because your body is the antenna, the receptor of the the energy that can help you along. Now, I really like uh, a couple of these, especially the clear focus one. Uh, You can, you know, get actually more work done and with with minimal interference. So you also have to give the universe a little bit of a chance here. So one of the things you need to do is stop multitasking. You need to do one thing at a time, do it efficiently, and get your objectives complete. Because, you know, it's now proven by several sources, multitasking doesn't work. It's not... It, it really is more of a time waster than a gainer. So, you know, you really have to, all of these tools that, that you're given here, you have to give it some help as well. Now, your health direction is another one that you can use very efficiently during the season to slow down a little bit because this can help you be more uh, vital, rejuvenated if you get in that recept- in that direction as well. Again, put your uh, computer screen in that direction and face it, or um, if you happen to uh, sit at the same chair in, you know, while you're having, you know, some meals and things like that, try to get into that direction and it will help boost your immune system. Now, the health direction also helps with obstacles. Now, this may come in handy as you're you're trying to get, you know, year-end things done, holiday shopping, et cetera, or maybe there's even some family contention there or even some work uh, strife. This will actually help relieve some of that tension. Again, you have to help with your own communication skills as well. Um, so those are the things that I would definitely say is get into those two directions, especially the relationship is great as well. But watch out for the process prosperity direction because that's actually quite yang and if you are someone who is already in a frenetic type of uh, business or state of mind we want to actually bring some of that yin um, of the the focus and the relationships and the health directions to help bring more yin and harmony back into your life so listeners happy holidays thank you so much for listening in today i look forward to seeing you next time on illuminating feng shui And until next week, make good chi follow. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Illuminating Feng Shui. Please join Kathleen Zemanski again next Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel as we look at other aspects to power up your workspace. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.